This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Tesla just cut the prices of its cars again in the U.S. This is the fifth price cut since the beginning of the year. Analysts were expecting Tesla to report strong sales in the first quarter thanks to the prior price cuts, but sales only rose 4%. And that has us wondering if sales would have gone down if Tesla did not cut the prices. This time around, it cut the price of the Model 3 by $1,000, the Model Y by $2,000, and the S and X by five grand. Reuters reports that analysts are concerned that all these price cuts are going to hurt the company's profit margins, which are the best in the industry. And when Tesla releases its first quarter earnings later this month, we'll know if that's the case. As we reported yesterday, Toyota is going to make a major pivot to EVs under its brand new CEO, Koji Sato. Now we have a better idea of what that entails. Toyota is going to release 10 new BEVs by 2026, and it expects sales of one and a half million cars a year by then. These next-gen vehicles will ride on a new architecture, not ETNGA. The new architecture will cut the number of build processes in half and will double driving range thanks to using batteries with, quote, far greater efficiency. Two of its new EVs launch in China next year. An electric pickup and a small EV will go into emerging markets, and Toyota will start local production of an all-electric three-row SUV in the U.S. in 2025. That model will feature batteries from a new $2.5 billion facility that it's building in North Carolina. It's also taking a unique approach to plug-in hybrids. At a time when PHEVs are getting blasted for polluting more than environmental organizations thought they would, and reports of low plug-in rates by owners, Toyota is doubling down on the technology. It says it wants to increase driving range beyond 200 kilometers or 124 miles, and reposition PHEVs as, quote, the practical BEV, and develop them as, quote, another BEV option. This is all part of its mobility for all strategy, which still includes hybrid vehicle development and fuel cells, mainly used in commercial applications. And like all automakers, Toyota says it will build more intelligent cars that can upgrade features over time, like safety technology, multimedia, and vehicle performance. At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. With stricter rules for EV tax credits going into effect later this month, fewer vehicles will qualify for incentives. But once those restrictions go into place, EV leases are expected to surge. To earn the full $7,500 tax credit, minerals for EV batteries must come from the U.S. or free trade partners, and the batteries 
must be built in North America. But commercial electric vehicles don't have any of those requirements to get the full incentive, and the U.S. Treasury Department ruled that the commercial credit applies to any EV that's leased, and automakers are taking advantage of that loophole. According to Edmonds, before the rule went into effect, leases accounted for 10% of all dealer transactions involving EVs in December of last year. That increased to 16% in January, rose to 25% in February, and jumped to 34% in March. And once the new rules go into effect on April 18th, analysts expect that number to keep on growing. But here's a surprising development caused by those stricter Inflation Reduction Act rules. South Korea announced it will subsidize Korean battery makers to build plants in the U.S. It will provide over $5 billion in financing over the next five years to offer lower lending rates and insurance premiums, as well as provide more loans and tax credits. Tesla is now the most valuable automotive brand in the world, according to Brand Finance. It looked at things like revenue, brand strength, and importance of brand to purchasing decisions to come up with its list. And with a value of $66.2 billion, Tesla ranks number one. That's more than five times more than it was worth before the pandemic started, and it's two positions higher than it was last year. It beat out Mercedes and Toyota in that order to take the top spot. A couple of other interesting takeaways are two Chinese brands made the top 25. BYD ranked number 12, up from 19 last year, and Geely came in at 22, up from 25. We want to know what drives your testing, OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. More companies are starting to open their own EV charging networks. Tesla obviously has its supercharger network. Mercedes says it's going to open its own in major markets. Hyundai is considering one for North America, and now Walmart says it's going to open its own charging network. It has more than 5,000 Walmart and Sam's Club stores in the U.S. and plans to set up its own charging stations by the end of the decade. It currently operates a network of 1,300 chargers at select stores in a deal with Electrify America. However, it's unclear if it's going to partner with a charging provider for this new network. Yesterday, we provided you with John's driving impressions of the new Toyota Prius Prime, the plug-in hybrid version. Today, here's what he thinks about the new hybrid version of the Corolla Cross. First, a little background on the car itself. It's a four-door, five-passenger CV that starts at just over $29,000 for the base S model and walks up to $32,400 for the top-line XSE which is a very affordable price in today's market. But you can also add up to $3,600 in options, 
including a premium sound system, a two-tone roof, adaptive headlights, and a convenience package. All-wheel drive is standard. It has 196 horsepower under the hood, and it's rated at 42 miles to the gallon, which is excellent for an all-wheel drive vehicle. It has a very good driver position with great visibility all the way around. The gauges are very large and easy to read, and the driver's seat is quite comfortable. The rear seat offers good headroom, but not a lot of thigh support, and getting in and out of the rear seat involves a bit of a lift and twist movement because the area for your feet is rather small. Acceleration is adequate, but as often is the case with CVTs, there's a noticeable moaning from the engine as you accelerate, and you can feel a bit of a vibration in the steering wheel in the mid to full throttle acceleration range. Toyota claims it will deliver a zero to 60 time of eight seconds, which is a rate that should satisfy most car enthusiasts. Toyota says that makes this a fun to drive car. We say it's a very competent family hauler with excellent fuel economy that has a bit of pep to it. But that brings us to the end of today's show. Thanks for joining us and I hope you have a great weekend. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.